I see you, James, and this may be the last time I use that phrase. Hi, James. Hello, I see you and hear you as well. Uh, why would it be the last time? I just watched a, uh, a Channel 5 video. You know, Andrew Callahan from Channel 5 used to be a Vice guy. He's a great interviewer, interviews all kinds of weird people. Interviewed this friggin' weird life coach and that's how he begins all his sessions he says i see you brother while they're naked to each other and it's super creepy and i i just can't i i can't say the same phrase that this guy says to begin his kung fu sexual (laughs) life coach sessions i feel like that guy is stealing so much from it was it psychokinesis from the brood uh, maybe I, you saw it too, obviously. Then, huh? No, I'm just saying this entire thing is making is reminding me of the dude from The Brood <laughs> okay. getting all those uh, trying to. I don't remember psychokinesis. I think that's what it was called, but that's what it feels like. But God damn it, Steve, you can't conceive the what <laughs> we saw power in this trailer. I swear to God, it was. I loved it so much, man. I mean, I, I'm still on. I don't know where I am about um, this thing. I'm in Teleran tell Royade about this one, buddy. Uh, if you loved it so much, why don't you marry it? I think I will. I asked the YouTube clip last night and it gave me a solid maybe. So we'll see. Okay. <laughs> see, I was going to... So, quick thing. We recorded... We started recording this episode a week ago, right when the trailer released. Correct. But I was in Colorado recording in a closet in... Not the best Wi-Fi, and my voice started (laughs) going like, I don't even know what it was doing because I haven't heard it. But, man, I was in a groove, and I don't remember a goddamn thing. And I thought Steve was just going to be like, hey, that will be the beginning. Beep. And then, hey, cut into this audio right now. But that's not (laughs) the case. Uh, I was going to ask, uh, is there a trailer that you got so hyped about that you just kept watching it over and over again? Uh, yeah, I, I, the first one I remember this happening for might have been for uh, for Star Wars when they started doing the uh, prequels because I was okay, hell yeah. very much into that. So that might have been the first one that Sam and myself like looked at and dissected and got really into. That's mm-hmm. the first one I can think of. But yeah, it happens all the time. <laughs> I think I can't remember any in my adult life, but speaking of Sam's, Sam and Max Freelance Police. Yep. It is a TV show, but it was also supposed to be the first 3D point and click adventure from Lucas Arts that was Sam and Max related. Oh. And the trailer dropped and I downloaded it and watched it over and over again. <laughs> and I would constantly refresh, just like I would always refresh the shadyrecords.com website when Young Z was announced as a, he's from the Outsiders, but he was announced as, hey, I'm on Shady Records. It was on D12 World, just like they did with Obi Trice. And I would constantly be like, when's he gonna put out music? Never happened, just <laughs> like this. Sam and Max Freelance Police, because at that time, George or Lucas Arts was just pretty much canceled every game that was not Star Wars related and just said bye bye. They were no longer this amazing place for animators and creators to come and just do wild shit because that's the only reason Sam and Max Hit the Road was created because they kind of had carp launch to do really whatever they wanted. 
Right. And LucasArts, man, that game, that Star, speaking of Star Wars, that Star Wars um, pod racer game. Did you ever play that when you were a kid? I did, and oh I replayed it, and I think it sucks now. It does suck, but okay, good. I spent so much time playing that game with Caleb. He was a he was young at the time, mm-hmm. and trying to explain to him like our computer can't keep up with the frame rate of this game so we're never going to win it's never going to happen so we're mm-hmm. just doing the best we can here he would get so frustrated and so <laughs> determined and it's paid off you know he's a determined he's a determined adult now too but Jesus, speaking of LucasArts, I can't forget about that game and how much time we spent at the lap, not the laptop, desktop with that sucker. See, I have a re- also a complicated story with that. We had uh, Elaine, who introduced me to Sam and Max Hit the Road and okay. all the like the cool shit in my life can be, <laughs> besides rap music, uh like stringed back to her she worked for my dad was the cad designer at his business so uh or is the dn cad design computer animated or computer assisted design work uh so maybe the cad (laughs) operator i can't it would be like atm machine (laughs) the ms machine (laughs) so uh, i guess you could say design designer no don't do that james uh (laughs) would bootleg a lot of video games oh, for cool. us. So I believe that's how we got into possession of Pod Racer and somehow one of like a chunk of it got like scratched so hard on top that it like ripped the the foiling off from it. And us as dumb kids were like, well, we just got to fill that in. Let's get some nail polish and put that in there. It's like, no, that will not work whatsoever. And I think Elaine also got us the Beast Wars game for PC, but our our computer could not handle that. That was like the next generation up. And I remember us being in West Virginia just begging my dad, hey, when we get home, you're gonna handle this uh, <laughs> this whole upgrading our computer stuff. And he was like, I don't know, James, we're on vacation. I was like, well, you're on vacation. All I can think about is playing <laughs> Beast Wars for PC. Oh, yes. The Well, the most recent trailer that I've been watching over and over again is this one, of course. You can't even conceive the power. And whose power? We don't even know who she's talking about, but I know exactly the point that uh, you were getting on a roll. So, I mean, I got my exact same notes in front of me from last week. So let's go ahead and hit it. Hell Um, yeah, brother. So the first thing we see is it's almost a spoiler for season two, Um, but they're giving it to us right away. Is this... Give it to me, daddy. (laughs) This is when Moraine is talking about the... um, the guy, the dark one that Rand defeated, the nice, nicely dressed fellow with the beard. And she says that they didn't defeat the dark one. They've only set their strongest lieutenant free, which tells us that that guy with the handsome fellow with the beard is just a lieutenant for the dark one, not the dark one himself. That's what they're implying there. I don't think that, though. I okay. just think that was the dark one and whatever they did. It, it would be like if... The Dark One is elsewhere. Like, we don't know where exactly mm-hmm. they reside. I mean, I don't. <laughs> so, let's say where Rand did this thing that cracked. Or maybe, like, when you... If you were to hit 
what's it called? Ice. You right. were to hit ice and it could crack. And even though you can't get through right here, it could web out into elsewhere right. to allow something to come through. I'm thinking that happened. The Dark One isn't fully ready to be released into the world, but one of his cronies is. Also, we don't know what the like what instance exactly i know it's heavily implied like the thing they did in the last episode is the instance of what the thing is they did you know what i'm saying right i do Meringue yes. says hey <laughs> we didn't in this act we didn't destroy him we merely set someone free it could be something in episode two of season two that they're talking about yeah, I guess so. And you also see, like, at that exact same time that they show the uh, the dude with the beard and they show the uh, the news footage, you see, like, his hand grasping, like, another hand that's bloody. Um, <clears throat> could be some sort of red herring, you know. Mm -hmm. Anytime you see a trailer like this, any scene could be a dream or it could be a fantasy. Um, we're hoping that they're reality because it looks like he's reaching out to somebody else and pulling them. So hopefully he's not working alone anymore. That's got, what's what it kind of looked like to me anyway. And they uh, when, showed... Oh, you go ahead. Sorry. Before I watch any trailer, specifically this one, I am playing Bohemian Rhapsody to be like, is this real life or is this a <laughs> fantasy? We all must do so. And then they're sitting all around that round table and you see our, um, our handsome bearded guy at the foot of that table his chair is higher than the rest of theirs and again that could be some sort of dream but it looks like they're a bunch of dark hooded figures you can see they're wearing clothes underneath their cloaks um no dicks i'm very pissed no dicks what do you mean they would never show a dick in the trailer would they no, but you're, of course they're clothed underneath the robes. That's what I was commenting on. <laughs> what I was commenting on is you can see their clothes. You can see one figure has, a, like, looks like a red dress or a red, like, robe. Another figure has, like, a blue dress or a blue robe. Other figures, you can see, like, white cufflinks oh, sticking out. Oh, shoot. Do you so, think this is the, like... I Sedai detractors coming and forming like, hey, we're, yeah. we're all friends of Dark One. Right, yeah, that's exactly what I'm implying. I mean, I don't know if that's going to be the case or not, um, because honestly, it could be anything, like I said. I mean, it, people who have read the books know this very loosely could possibly tie into something, but this is... This is a new image that, you know, has never been portrayed in the books before. So we can okay, only speculate. So, so what you're, when I said there's no dicks, you were thrown <laughs> off because I should have said there's no pussies. No there's titties no, flopping There's out. no free genitalia. They're all clothed and they're all have probably on their proper underwear and things like that too. Because this is a proper time. Even though the world is broken, everybody's doing their best to look nice. Yeah, and I, in this podcast, it's all paid genitalia, guys. No free genitalia. <laughs> nope. If you want this, you have to pay upwards of, I don't know, $10,000. Nicole might be okay with you yep. poking at it. That's a hefty paywall. But <laughs> I wanted to well, say... Well, to, to, to come in contact with it. <laughs> Speaking of clothes, I don't know if you noticed this, but I sure did. Like, the last season of Wheel of Time, season one... Um, something that kind of detracted me from being immersed in fantasy was was the costuming, which was impeccable costuming. But 
it looked like it just came right off the rack. It looked like, you know, there was, you know, no streetwear on any clo- anybody's clothes. Everybody looked pristine and perfect and no dust. And in this trailer, everybody has dusty, dirty clothes on. So it looks like they finally got the hint. And they want to, you know, put some gritty realism into the show. Like the color palettes are a little grittier than they were last season. I'm liking the way it looks. I think it's going to be a... Mm-hmm. I don't and know. there was... And there was an extra wearing Jinko jeans, which that I'm surprised people weren't like, the Starbucks cup. But it's like, this dude's wearing Jinkos. That's weird. That was a behind the scenes footage of a cameraman, James. Okay. Oh, but let's talk about our characters because they all look like they're on different paths. And- I Hold on. I hope like we start spreading this stereotype that cameramen all wear Jinkos. <laughs> They either wear Jinkos or skinny jeans. It's one or the other. No in betweens. I, I probably if you, people who have uh, the steady cam on them, they're wearing Jinkos because you got to be a oh, mobile. Yeah. But if you're at a crane just monitoring it, sitting down, you're probably in skinny jeans. Yeah, looking tight. I like that look. Anyway, Rand is looking pretty dapper now he's got that shaved head and every time we see him he's wearing some nice clothes um do you remember where Rand was at last time like the last time we saw Rand in season one wasn't he just waltzing through uh, the the old the the blight uh no like he and Moraine waltzed through the blight mm-hmm. met the guy with the beard he did that big chakra thing um, Moraine had lost her power. Remember, she said that she couldn't touch the source anymore, or she couldn't mm-hmm, touch mm-hmm. the uh, power anymore. And then Rand was like, uh, "Just tell them I'm gone. Just tell them I'm yeah. dead." And then Moraine like did her little I said I lie um, to kind of strike that point home. So yeah, so right now Moraine is powerless, and Rand just waltzed off. And it looks like he got hooked up. With a fancy job. It looks he's looking good. And Matt, on the other hand, and Perrin are not looking so good in this trailer. Both of them are pretty dirty, pretty scuzzy looking, still wearing their old, you know, rags and stuff. Um Do you uh, remember well, the last time we saw Matt? I wanted to ask you that. Yeah, he was he walked out of the the poofy thing. <laughs> yep. The Stargate. <laughs> yep. Uh, also like Rand, I didn't think Rand looks like Axel from Twisted Metal because he wasn't he like strapped to a big wheel. Oh, yeah, that scene. Hell yes. Um, Nobody knows what to make of that scene because it's just I don't know. Yeah, go ahead. I think they got um, Peacock's Twisted Metal and Wheel of Time footage mixed up. So I think the actor who's playing Rand is also playing Axel in Peacock's Twisted Metal. Oh, yeah. Cross promo. I love when they do that, mm-hmm. man. Like with the Smile movie, they're doing all that cross promo everywhere. So Or, or like many Deadpool <laughs> things. He's like, hey, guys, also uh, be, be sure to check out my chimichangas in reruns of The Golden Girls. <laughs> Speaking of Deadpool, somebody is not dead that we thought was. Last time we saw Loyal, he was getting stabbed by um, Padden Fane. Do you remember that? And we were bummed out about that. Did you catch shots of Loyal in this trailer? Uh, Yeah, I was just like, hell yeah, man. He's, I hope, a focal character. I (laughs) forgot he got stabbed. Yeah, I mean, I thought that was very odd that they added that. You can see him a couple times, too. And... 
that's a, I don't know, that could have been a huge surprise in episode three or something, but I, I guess it's a huge surprise in episode one. Maybe that's loyal sister Goyle. <laughs> it could be loyal and Goyle. Because <laughs> Goyle's just another word, like a, a pronunciation of girl. Hey, you Goyles over there. <laughs> Some a Goyles, villain in, what a villain in Scooby Doo? I'm pretty sure talks like that. <laughs> One of the Goyles coming back, we see Suan Sanchez. She's the leader of the Aes Sedai. You might remember the tattooed lady with all white. Um, we saw a nice shot of her with a big bushel of flowers on top of her head coming out of a carriage. So she's, you know, she's still around. She's got a role to play in season two. But we did not see a big bush because remember, (laughs) no genitals. Not this time. Not this time. Uh, We did see a lot of shirtless land, though. They like like to give us the male gaze or the female gaze, I guess, a lot because there's a lot of shirtless land working out with his sword. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of shirtless uh, Rand and shirtless as well. Rand, yeah. Well, he's on that wheel for Peacock. He's looking good, too. I got to I mean, okay, I want to say this about that actor. Um, not only has he been working his body out for this role, he's also been working out his mind because he just posted on Twitter maybe two weeks ago that he had finished the Wheel of Time series. He had read Hell his way yeah. all through them, and he did like a real nice post about the ending and how much he loved it, and so it's... Hats off, Joshua, whatever your name is, Yashua. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he's been working out his mind because on Instagram he just posted a picture of his and like his <laughs> certificate from Mensa. <laughs> I was going to be like, okay, all right. I'm 95% smarter than everybody else in the room. <laughs> Ooh, baby. Um, uh, You were, there was something I wanted to comment on. Oh, maybe he shaved his head so people wouldn't think he's one of those uh, super warriors. Oh yeah, the redhead dudes, the uh, the Aiel. Yeah. Yeah, That's absolutely, that's that's kind of my number one reason why he might've done it as well, just to hide that red hair, because maybe he's getting into some some trouble somewhere. This Uh, is what he should do is like, instead of cutting it all off, you still want those locks, you mush up some avocado and put it in there and it dyes your hair green. Absolutely, dyed hair is totally a thing in this world, so Mm -hmm. why did he shave his head? I don't know, he looks good bald, I gotta say. He looks very good bald. Can the Aes Sedai dye hair? Aes Sedai my hair? <laughs> they would dye the hair the color of their Aja, probably. So, yeah. you know. And I should I should have said, with magic, can they Aes Sedai some hair? <laughs> I don't know why not. I mean, there's so... I mean, when you go through the book, they get more and more advanced with their magic. So, absolutely, Egwene could figure something out. Egwene is somebody we haven't talked about yet. Um we see one shot of her looking pretty serene and white. That's where you saw your Jinko uh, cameraman. And then we see another scene of Egwene looking and like she's screaming, crying, and she has like, yeah, there you go. And then she has something around her neck. Um, any guesses what's what's happening with her? Like an S&M thing? What's going on? Uh, it was a candy necklace, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, or was it a nerd's rope stretched out? That's how I like to do my BDSM. I just I like Nicole to strangle me with a nerd's rope. 
Because I have a very sensitive windpipe. Like, it collapses yeah. even if you just, like, wind blows on it. So start getting that uh, nerd's rope. It will not tear. I know that's what everyone was thinking. Like, yeah. that's the joke. Like, it immediately rips. No, Nicole just applies a little bit of pressure and, ooh, baby, autoerotic asphyxiation. <laughs> that's why she's crying, maybe, because, like, she's screaming because her nerd rope is getting destroyed and she can't mm-hmm. enjoy it anymore. Yeah. I feel for she her. She wanted to eat it, but then some... Uh, bow of hers is like no strangle and she's like no you we don't shower every day in this universe your neck is real gross and he's like we'll s- clean it with your spit and she's like oh no that'll get my nerd rope spitty and then he's like well it's gonna get spitty anyway when it goes in your mouth and she says fair point all right yeah, Gawain's reasonable above all else. Um, Nynaeve, though maybe not the most reasonable person did you see did you catch her practicing with a sword no. Yeah, there was a shot of her, and she did not have braids in her hair. It's like she got not a not a shave like Ram, but look, she got a haircut, and she's practicing swords with a couple of warders. And I think that's a pretty smart idea. Like if even if you're an Aes Sedai and can wield magic, we know from Moraine that the magic can you can be blocked from it. So you need to like you know work out your body just as well as your mind. Our friend Rand knows Dang. this too. <laughs> She's going to be the dehydrated Aes Sedai, the warderless Aes Sedai. Yeah, she's her own warder. She bonds herself. Mm-hmm. Hell yes. Damn. And she is a loner. That totally fits in with her character. But I love I, I love seeing her like wielding a weapon. Again, I mean, we've seen it before because she's killed a bunch of Trollocs in season one and she's used a bunch of weapons. But to see her like trying to master a weapon... I think it's that's fantastic. Hats off. It, it's called bounding, bonding, bonding. Okay, so she's doing autoerotic bon- bonding. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and I think that covers most of our characters. Um, Perrin, Perrin. We see Perrin looking really distraught. We don't see him smiling or look having a good time. He's just looking distraught along with Loyal, and we see him along with Uno, the dude with the eye patch. And it looks like there's some soldiers that are taking over a city and Perrin and Loyal and Uno are not happy about it. Hell yeah, dude. The only other thing that I remember, because like all these other new shots of people I don't know, Mm -hmm. will just like go in one eye out the other because I'm just not registering. But I saw someone with just unnaturally long Freddy claws. Ooh, yeah. Hell yeah. We, um... We surmise that that's probably, you know, one of the um, the people that came on that boat at the very end of season one. I'm um, on a boat and I'll make a wave and then I'm up to the place that Steve thought would happen. <laughs> yep. So I, I, I assume that she's with them. Um, that mask is cool as shit looking. Looks like. Um, I got to compare it to Game of Thrones. There was a character on Game of Thrones who had a mask like that, and that character uh, did not amount to shit. (laughs) It was a cool-ass looking character that did nothing. So I hope this cool-ass looking character with the mask and the long fingernails does something for us. It reminded me of, like, Western RPG stuff. Hmm, I I don't follow. Uh, meaning, uh, if I say RPG, people will think like, oh, JRPG, Japanese stuff. So I'm just saying like Western RPGs that oh. are more fantasy based. Yeah. It reminds me of something you'd see in there, like a Diablo 2. I think a good takeaway is just it is obviously was a female and we have a lot of strong female characters and maybe this is just one more. 
Um, we uh, didn't... It makes me mad. Why can't there be more strong men? <laughs> more strong white men at that, like Rand. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but we do have, um, we didn't see her, but we know it's happening thanks to Comic-Con. Elaine, not your old friend that mm-hmm. introduced you to cool shit, but Elaine Tracan from the books. She's going to be making an appearance as a, a regular now. I don't know why they didn't show her much in the trailer. I think maybe we saw like a shot of her in the background, but you know, she's going to be one of our main players. Um, okay. Her name's Alanith. It's something <laughs> like that. You can't just like you have Rand. You, you like, there are the, all these fantasy names and mm-hmm. my name's Elaine. There's also a Matt. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But <laughs> is it, isn't it like short yeah. for, M- Matrum. Yes. What is it? Matrum. Yes. Yeah, okay. See, <laughs> holy matrimony, it's Matt. <laughs> yep. Um, I think that we uh we covered all the bases there. And if you don't have anything else, I'm I know that another trailer is gonna be coming out probably um within the next month that will be featuring Elaine because they promised a couple new scenes. Um Is it looking good to you, James? I mean, yeah, the the show is good. Why would I think less of? Yeah, I'm, I'm just not checking like, in. Oh man. my god, it's season two sucks. I <laughs> I don't think I've ever. The only time I've stopped watching a show, and it's only been twice. Gossip Girl. After season two, they just kept rehashing the same storyline over and over again. Okay, and. I guess Pretty Little Liars, but I didn't have friends to watch it with, so that was a different reason. And Bates Motel, the after season one was so good, and then the second season just became, I'm pretty sure because of Breaking Bad, just about the weed business in Northern California, right. and it was like a crime, very Breaking Bad-esque story. But I think Nicole and I should go back to it because it's a pretty trashy show, so... We got to watch it for that instead of like, this is prestige television. No, absolutely. <laughs> a boy almost makes out with his mom in an episode. So like, yeah, that's the <laughs> level of show you should be expecting, James. Okay, well, I picked, I picked the right person to do this with, James. Thank you, because I, I will ditch on a show like in a heartbeat if I don't like something. Oh. So I, I'm glad you're on board with this. I'm totally on board with it. I've been looking forward to it forever. So... This is oh, great, wait. man. What? I wait. also ditched on Big Bang Theory. Granted, I think I got nine seasons into it. Damn. But it's only because my friend MC Deep explained the formula of the show. And then all I could do is like see, oh, these aren't jokes. These are just... He was like, all the show is, is Sheldon hears, so- it, it's Rugrats. Sheldon <laughs> hears something, interprets it in his own right. smart brain, like the pirate light is a pilot light to the Rugrats. And then he does it his way, and then it's like, whoops, I did it wrong, because <laughs> I, my brain works differently, I'm so smart. And then they're like, Sheldon. And after that, I was like, well, wait, shit. Yeah, this isn't. Even though I never like like had a hard gut laugh, it was a relaxing show to watch. You want something sure. easy. But after it was explained to me, 
Oh boy. Uh, which, hey, Formulaic, the new podcast with R2 Shelby 2 and I, we're breaking down the formulas of shows, and you better believe we will be doing Big Bang Theory. Hell and I, yeah. we already have a fantastic <laughs> plot devised. Hey guys, Formulaic, R2 Shelby 2 and I, we break down the formula, the plot structure of a show into an outline, then we mad lib that outline, then we write the script in an entire hour. It's done, baby, there. And then the next episode we do a table read of said uh, thing it's available wherever podcasts are found formulaic or go to mlmpod.com for more info James gave his plug. I'm going to go ahead and do one of my plugs now. I don't even know what we were talking about, but that was a good transition. Um I wanted to mention that the music that we've been listening to underneath here, very nice and quiet uh, music underneath is provided to us by Instrumental Humans, uh, friends from uh, Instagram. Don't know if they're actual humans or robots, but this is uh, noise music made for humans. So that's what we've been jamming to here is Instrumental Humans. And as for me, uh, you know, I'm at IntroVoid. Check me out there, intro.void. Please keep listening and keep keep this feed open because we're going to be dropping episodes anytime anything wheel of time happens. Mm-hmm. We're going to be on it. Um, James, you plugged formulaic. You got anything else going on before we bust out of here? Yes. On October 30th, we're launching another new podcast, a Marshland Media podcast called The Height of Horror, where Presley Bracken from Parents Under the Stairs Uh, You've probably wondered, hey, or you've heard people say, what's the worst year in horror movies? What's the best year in horror movies? Well, we are going to just pick a year, take 13 movies from that year and review that, like do a discussion about them. It's going to be funny. It's going to be humorous. And we're going to break down the conception that there was bad years or good years in horror. As long as you got 12 max or minimum a year, that's a good year in horror movies. And we're hoping that we get to as many years as possible. It's going to be fun. And I really like this format because we're picking not just like the big budget theater movies. We're finding TV movies straight to video. So it's going to be a lot of things that maybe podcasts out there haven't discussed because we're kind of digging in deep. Heck yeah, man. Marshland Media Empire. We're it's it's going strong, buddy. I'm glad you're putting new podcasts out. Cause I like your old podcasts, but I always like new things too. I'm I'm one of those guys that, that love I can listen to the same thing over and over and over again, mm-hmm. but then give me something new. It's going to go right into the mix. I mean, I I do not shun new stuff. I love this. And I've already heard Problematic, the first episode with Scooby-Doo. Formulaic. uh, Formulaic (laughs) Problematic. It's out right now. (laughs) Scooby-Doo was the first episode we did. Yes. Okay. Anyways, uh, Formulaic and uh, People Under... Not People Under the Stairs. God damn it. I got to cut all this now. The Height of Horror. Yeah, there you go. James... I'm flustered. We're going to get out of here, buddy. But thank you so much for watching the trailer with me. Thanks for joining me as always. And I'm never going to say I see you again. I got to come up with a new intro. But I do want to say. I hear you. Ah, we might. James, you've been saying that since episode one. And I think it's taken this long, 50 episodes later, to agree with you that that is going to be our call in. Uh, But our outro is always, James, I care about you. I thank you, so I want you to always find water and shade. Hey, sir, you find water and shade as well. (laughs) Thanks. Bye, everybody. Bye.